0: You are about to hear real stories of the paranormal submitted by listeners. Ground yourself. This is Haunt Me. Have y'all ever had dumplings with rice wine vinegar and soy sauce?
1: Definitely watched you drink the remains of your hey. dumpling juice earlier. <laughs> Don't, it sounds way <laughs>
0: grosser if you call it dumpling juice.
1: <laughs> it's your dumpling juice. <laughs> you,
0: Listen, I like salt
1: tried, and vinegar flavor. You tried to tell me, you were like, it's, it's vinegar. And I was like, that's not, you're drinking straight vinegar and soy sauce.
0: Listen, it was just a little dumpling juice. It wasn't like the whole bowl
2: was Man. full. It's not like a fucking broth.
1: Yeah, she drank the dumpling juice. Um, so what did we say the other night?
2: My roommate asked how do we how do we make this podcast and not like you know scare ourselves? Oh that's
1: a good question. Yeah
2: And I was like, well I think you know Brittany's fine <laughs> like she <laughs> she likes horror and I'm like Casey K- Casey's not a huge horror fan but neither am I. I like it because it's something different than horror. It's actual real life yeah. which I know that some horror is real life you know
1: yeah
2: per se, but this is like real. And he was like, well, shouldn't that scare you more? And I was like, actually, yeah. And I do get scared. But yeah, it's I not think we
1: all kind of get we scared. all get scared.
2: Oh, and he another thing for feedback that I got was he likes how real it is as far as when we all feel a certain way you can tell on the recording. Yeah. And he said he likes that. He says oh, cool. he likes that we all kind of when we need a break, we all are feeling that way. Uh And he says it's funny because Brittany will say something and it'll be like, are we all okay? Or, or Brittany would come on and be like, we just need to take a breath. We all just need to go outside. We just need to do this. And he was like, he was like, or Casey will come on and be like, okay guys, we're back. Uh, We just had to take a little break. Um, So he likes that it's real, like in that sense. And that he knows that everything we're feeling is fucking real. Like, you know, like there's no script yeah absolutely there's like everything we're hearing is first off and he just thinks it's cool as shit and you could tell like by the way i know thank you josie like literally josie loves us and he was hell-bent i know in our last episode we mentioned doing a ouija board
1: episode oh yeah Yeah. oh yeah
2: he was hell-bent on us doing a Ouija board episode at our house, at my house. I'm down. And okay,
1: we'll do it at your house. That's the thing. I didn't
2: <laughs> want it at my house. Uh-oh. Oh yeah. Remember? Remember in the last episode, oh, y'all okay. were like, "Let's do that," and I was like, "I don't want that at my house."
1: Well, we're out of houses.
2: <laughs> right? Because <laughs> Josie really wants. I think we could do it at my house. It's fine. Let's do it in his room. <laughs> yeah, let's do it in his let's fucking room. Let's do it on room. his right. bed. <laughs> yeah. We could do it in the weird attic. There's a bunch of fiberglass up there, though. I don't oh. want to go up there.
0: I don't either. I just watched the movie Hereditary. Actually, Brittany and I went saw it. It was, a,
1: it was very no good no spoilers oh okay I have so many things I want to unpack about that movie could like, I could mostly, I bear to watch mostly, that
2: because I'll watch it if I so. yeah
0: you you can bear yeah. to watch it it's not th- the good thing about that movie is like the reason I don't like horror films is because of jump scares
2: yeah and okay. I feel like that's a lot of people's
0: reason why they don't like it
2: but there's not Half many the if any of like the jump scares scary. don't even happen in real life <laughs> well, I mean well, I, it's not believable what? that's my problem uh, with horror movies I'm like I jump all the time <laughs> No, I mean like actually, how how often do bad things happen to you and it's like a jump scare?
1: Oh, like a, like a ghost, like or like running like up any, behind like you. <laughs> like
2: your car is like, we're not going to work anymore. We're going to go out on you right now. It's not like a jump scare where you're, oh, like, oh yeah, <gasps>
1: and, and you pull up right. You're literally like,
2: oh my car's dying. Let me fucking pull over, and it's like a long, drawn out, yeah. dreadful situation. And like there's it's not...
1: like a, an abandoned house that just looks real creepy, and you're like, well I guess I'll go ask for directions because I don't have a smartphone. Right? Like yeah. there's
2: no like, ha, ha, guess what? <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I mean, Whatever, Ah. (laughs) I got you, bitch. Like (laughs) an old magician.
0: (laughs) No, my jump scares usually happen like in my sleep, and so I like jump myself awake. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Have you ever done that? Yeah. Oh God, it sucks. My jump We're scares. Brittany did it the other morning, and I hate that I do that. But I'm like such a light sleeper in the morning. But you like go to kiss me goodbye, and I'm like,
2: ah! <laughs> dude, <laughs> my jump scares are when I'm at a bar and I see an X. Oh, <laughs> that's my jump. Yeah. Scare. That, that's the you're like you turn around, yeah. and you're like. Oh. God. shout out east Shit. atlanta <laughs> jump scares when you look in your underwear drawer and there's no more underwear left
1: <gasps> that's uh, yeah. jump scare i actually just gassed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we just realized
2: i have to do laundry tonight <laughs> no fuck laundry i've had to do laundry for like the past month. <laughs> i
1: thought
0: you said i just gassed and that was like I another word for farting I, I, just <laughs> gassed. Gassed.
2: I just gassed my pants <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh! So speaking of like roommates, our roommate um actually I guess like just listened to all of our episodes and when we were yeah. talking about um all of like hey the, Morgan hey Morgan Momo <laughs> Mo- who, who are you pointing
2: to? Oh
0: oh I'm I like just kind of staring off cross-eyed to the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, <were> like, <laughs> you
2: really were afterwards. You were like <laughs> yeah <laughs> for a long time just staring at the hallway like I wish she'd <laughs> appear right now. <laughs>
0: fucking Robert. Okay, sorry.
1: Oh, I was just going to say um it's More. kind of funny because like she like when she listened to all of our recent episodes we were talking about the like uptick in activity that was happening around the apartment. Oh yeah. She was like, yeah, I actually realized, like noticed. I was trying she was trying to go to sleep a couple nights. Yeah. And couldn't like shake the feeling of like something in her room was staring watching at her. her or watching her. Watching but even her. though like she was like there's literally nobody Oh, mozzarella sticks are done.
2: <laughs> we're going to take a quick matzo break. How's the house been? How's this or this place? You know, it's actually been fine. It's it's been really
0: quiet. There's not a lot going on. I'm sleeping fine.
1: I yeah, I did a big ritual here about a month ago on the last new moon, and I think that really helped. Yeah. yeah it's a new moon tonight. I spent about I spent it's a full moon. Full moon tonight. I spent about an hour trying to like cleanse the house.
0: What is a full moon? What what is that? Like what does it do?
1: It's well, rebirth, right? Yeah. It, well, it's like to kind of like get rid of things that no longer serve you like any purpose. So it's mm-hmm. like a shedding almost. So like things that like like for new moons is when you're supposed to set intentions. It's when you like are trying to manifest things more into your life, either mostly positive. And then full moons are kind of like, OK, these are the things that you really have to contend with and try to figure out how to either release it or work around it to where it works in your benefit. And it depends, like, so where the moons are positioned, um, depending on where your houses are located in your birth chart, Yeah, kind of coincides with what you should focus on for each like new moon or full moon. Mm. So if, like, the full moon tonight is in Capricorn and it's during Cancer season, so you kind of, like, have to look and see, like, do you have any Capricorn in your birth chart Gotcha. which particular house kind of coincides with it as something that like maybe you should Can I see really quick? Yeah. If I possibly do. Yeah, yeah CoStar. Do yeah. CoStar is a great app that a friend Co-Star. of mine told me about. Um and it's great because you can download your own birth chart and you can download like your friends if they have the app and then you can see like where you're um compatible. Depending on Uranus where your house
2: in Capricorn. Cool.
1: Yeah. I think um uh,
2: your what? Uranus. <laughs> my what
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it uranus or uranus is it uranus i don't know oh, what
2: mm, okay. i think
1: most people our age have that in capricorn because it's usually a that's the
2: generation yeah yeah because mm. i think it's been it's in there for seven years yeah that's what this is saying yeah so that has to do with
1: because mine's also in capricorn too
2: it's saying that others, other generations, are shocked by your generation's sense of responsibility, seriousness, rationality, and hunger for power.
1: Somebody should send that to the right. baby boomers. <laughs> oh,
2: I'm a triple Capricorn. Good lord! Oh, and we got—I got a Neptune in Capricorn.
1: So I kept trying to tell you that this full moon is like really big for you. It happens at nine fifty-three Eastern. What time is it
0: now? It's nine oh seven. <laughs> Someone set a timer. <laughs> so what's egg. gonna
2: happen? Full moon. <laughs> do you want me <laughs> to? I'll do it. Well that's yeah, like a timer. good time to like do Nine Nine
1: rituals and stuff. Two.
2: Nine fifty two. Yeah. And what happens then? We're gonna set an intention.
1: The, the moon is the full.
2: <laughs> the fullest.
1: The full yes. The and that's is when we fullest. all
2: need to set intentions.
1: Oh well you just are like kind of like releasing things that don't serve you any purpose. And I think for What I've gathered from the um, astrology people that I follow is, um, since it's during, like, cancer season, this is, like, a time for, like, kind of, like, a reckoning with, like, tenderness, finding places where, like, where we can kind of love ourselves best and love each other, even Mm. amidst, like, a lot of, like, adversity, Mm. and not even just, like, on a large scale, but just, like, on a small scale, like, figuring out where, like, we have anger, because Mars is also retrograde. So Mm -hmm. it's moving backwards. I think it's kind of funny how like queer, and
0: I I think I can say this with confidence: is that queer people have kind of taken this and given it life again, Mm -hmm. breathed life
1: back into
2: astrology. Well,
1: because it's like, thank you, queer people. It's what what we have, you know. It's what we have to believe in.
2: I believe wholeheartedly every every single, in (laughs) every single bit of it.
1: (laughs) Every (laughs) modern god. I mean, we have Old we modern, have to follow the the planetary alignments and like the we're in their movements. Yeah, that's what we got. It gives us a sense of purpose because oftentimes for like queer people and other like minority groups, there hasn't been like space. Yeah, <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, it's full moon in Capricorn.
0: <laughs> full moon in <and> Capricorn.
2: <laughs> all right, all right. What a great night! What a great night it what is! What a great night it is! Full moon. Cool. Uh, How sweet Haunt me. Haunt sweet. me on a full moon. Wow. Oh. <laughs> 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 wow. 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 Cool. Okay, well, let's wow. let's do our thing, guys. Let's haunt me.
0: Let's right. fucking do it. Okay, so we are on episode <laughs> 15. 16. 16. Hang on, let me check. 15. We're
2: 15. 15. <laughs> we're <laughs> in episode 15 or 16. I'm going to check I think
0: it's 16. <laughs> look, you just came me. Welcome to Haunt Me. This oh. is welcome. I think technically probably episode 16. Let's go with that. All right. 16 sounds good. It's a good um, even number. Um, All right. Welcome to Haunt Me. My name is Casey
2: Kitchens. I'm Ashley Wiley.
0: I'm Brittany Taylor. You are tuned in to Haunt Me. We are a podcast where we read user-submitted ghost stories or paranormal or occult or whatever stories uh, (laughs) back and our purpose is to validate you. We believe you.
2: We do believe you.
0: Mm -hmm. And we love it. Yeah, we Every love it. Every second of it. And we're we children, love you. We do love you. And we're <laughs> children of the internet, so we believe a lot of shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, a lot of stuff hasn't been talked about for years, and yeah, I think the thing about millennials is we uh, like to talk about it. That's right. And so I think, yeah, it. and
1: a lot of stuff gets silenced, especially when it mm. comes from like women or like queer people or people of color. Like, just like oppression, just get, like, period. Yeah, it gets super mm. silenced. Get um so, so we're, we're here yeah. to try to make space for that yeah we are. this is your space and
0: speaking of your space we got an email my space
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> LinkedIn. linkedin i apparently have a linkedin you didn't know now i never okay. made one you need to know you need to know i Maybe get emails Facebook that are like you people are watching me and i'm like i've never made a linkedin people are looking it at it okay
2: that's fucking scary i'm just saying what
0: LinkedIn is the most arbitrary thing that we have to put up with. I feel like it's it's such a dumb thing that, like, our generation. I know, generation, it's like, read my resume. Yeah, I got a resume. Why do you want to know so much about me Why or do you like, just text me? Or, like,
2: I fucking applied. Now, read the resume I handed you. There's yeah.
0: nothing professional about social media. This is, I, I don't get it.
2: I don't get it. They act like everybody's, like, creating their own personal brand at all times. Like, from age, Create social media age <laughs> to, like, now.
0: Give me a website. Don't give me your LinkedIn.
2: No. No, no, no. Give me your professional <laughs> outlook. <laughs>
0: What's wrong with the business card? Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: Something. I don't fucking know.
0: We need to get business cards. Yeah. Yeah. Stickers. Okay. Stickers, yeah. We got a story? Oh, we got a story. Here you go.
2: Did, can we say their name?
0: Uh, I didn't say anything in there that didn't say to say it, but maybe just the first name.
1: Okay, it says, Hi there. Huge fan of the show. Personal stories of the supernatural are my absolute favorite. And it's so nice to see them presented in such a conversational and friendly way. Yeah. Aw. It feels like we're all hearing the stories together in real time. Aww. We are. Love yeah, that. We don't read them. My story might be a little uninteresting, but hopefully it resonates with y'all, as I remember hearing something a bit similar in one of your earlier episodes. All of this happened during the first year I lived with my then boyfriend, now fiance. Well, congrats. Congrats. And so in our first place together, my boyfriend and I got together in November of 2015, and he asked me to move in with him the following month. While I didn't officially move in until late January of 2016, we had made the decision in December, which is when things started to get a bit unlucky.
0: Mm.
1: Right after the decision was made, my car was broken into at his apartment, and all of my Christmas presents for my family and friends were stolen. What the fuck? That sucks. So, incredibly personal stuff. There honestly could not have been a worse time for everything to be taken out of my car. Immediately after this, which is the same day, I think, my car refused to start and was completely dead. When we... Brought it in to have it looked at. We mentioned the break-in, assuming that it must be related. But they stated that the car hadn't been tampered with. These repairs ended up effectively totaling my car and stranded me away from my family two days before Christmas. Damn. Fuck. That's a really big bummer. That's strike two. Yeah. Luckily, I was able to figure it out and make it home on Christmas Day, but regardless, this all felt really extreme and intensely emotional for a couple of random events happening back to back. The rest of our year living there continued to be, at best, extremely bleak. It was 2016 at this point, so everyone was kind of living in a hellscape, but things felt excessively oppressive in our home. The year we lived there was absolutely the most intense period of depression I've ever experienced. While I've experienced depression before, I have always been more susceptible to anxiety and mania than to long bouts of depression. And when I say depression, I really mean that. Like watching BoJack Horseman at 4 a.m. while eating chocolate pudding out of an industrial bucket instead of sleeping-style depression. So Same. I but Yeah, same. that is 100% real. i we not going to make you feel weird, but it sounds this.
2: like my bipolar episodes, really. Mm, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. We were yeah, just talking ab- there. about, you know, our depression shows on Netflix and, you mm-hmm. know, all the hits, The Office, Parks and Rec, and all it's of those,
1: all of the strange things that like you find yourself eating, but it's like, you know what? At least you're eating. And
2: eating out of whatever you can find.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. One time I just ate like straight quesadillas for like seven days straight.
2: T-
0: Taco <laughs> Bell or were they homemade? No, Did you they make were, them? They are
1: homemade, but like all I Like wanted- microwave? It's like no, sadder on- that they
0: were homemade.
1: Why? I don't know. It's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> all like, all I had the-
2: Okay. All I
1: had like the- emo- Like the- energy to make was just quesadillas and they were cheap because i bought like a 10 pack so it was like the whole week it was like under five dollars and i was like i'm not i don't cook when i'm super depressed yeah right um so but it's like yeah you find yourself eating weird shit but at least you're eating
2: you are
0: eating it yeah. could be way worse. No judgment, because I, uh, I literally drank my uh, soy sauce, rice, wine, vinegar mixture tonight. <laughs> yeah, like a broth. Drink it.
2: It's a
1: dumpling got, Like she had
2: just finished I've, her pho. I've got it. Gotta, like, <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah, like the broth. <laughs> I've got a
0: <laughs> raccoon's stomach.
1: That's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nothing penetrates this so okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> no and i just don't understand it
0: <laughs> well
2: i mean i'm the same way nothing Knock ever happens wood. to me no
1: i'm the exact opposite everything happens to my butt
2: <sighs> i may get a little gassy but that's the worst of it god bless
1: you lucky all right let's con- let's continue thank okay. you okay let's go so i often slept a lot but never felt rested and i didn't feel comfortable in my spaces my body my home etc i was with someone i really loved and was more safe and stable than i had been in years so i wasn't sure why i felt like this this is also the only place I've lived slash years of my life that I experienced sleep paralysis. Wait, say it again. Paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've
0: discovered paralysis. sleep paralysis.
1: <laughs> I think it was parallelograms. I can say it. Sleep parallelograms.
0: This is uh, the title of our second episode, by the way, because we've made this mistake before.
2: <laughs> paralysis. Oh, we don't know. Oh, that was perfect. That paralysis? good. Yeah, that sounds really good. Like I that. think that's right. it. I think that's it. Paral- <laughs> paralysis. <laughs> paralysis. Paralysis. <laughs>
1: How did I say it? Paralysis. Ooh, I don't know. Paralysis. Paralysis. You know, Paralysis. I just say things phonetically, and that's how I think they should sound. Like, I went to the liquor store recently to pick up some liquor for Casey and I think somebody else, mm-hmm. and I was like... Yeah, I'll take some Cognac. <laughs> the guy <laughs> just looked at me and I was like, "Literally, I mean, co- oh my God. And then I was like, I'm about to cry like, in the oh, middle of this liquor that- store <laughs> because this guy's judging me. It's my, it's my
0: Cognac guy. Yeah, it's and literally it's your the, guy.
2: <laughs> it's the dude that- Casey ruck- has a Cognac buddy.
0: <laughs> okay, it didn't happen. Like, I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> the earth, the earth gave it to me. <laughs>
2: gifted me this cognac buddy he
0: just was like oh i see you're buying cognac and so every time i went in there he was like you should really try this if you like cognac and i was like he's super sweet i was like i didn't really want cognac but i couldn't say no to him because he was like just being such a genuine salesperson (laughs) so i was like okay i'll try this like little eight dollar thing mm-hmm
1: did you like My it? ass walks in and I'm like, you got any of that there, Cognac? I'm trying to pick <laughs> me up. My
2: girlfriend's Cognac. <laughs> and
0: that's why he fucking quit and he doesn't work there anymore. I he was, was embarrassed. I was
1: mortified. <laughs> I don't know how we got there. Right. Go ahead. So this, is also, so this is also the only place I've lived uh, of my life where I experienced sleep para- paralysis. 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 There are four sleep paralysis incidents that I found really significant. I'm scared that I'll <laughs> that I'll <laughs> that I'll list below, but know that there were other smaller instances as well. Okay, okay. so then they go on to four? list them. Good lord! Yeah, I mean that's real.
2: No, I mean that's hit me
1: with if it. If that happened,
0: <laughs> if it happened to me once. You know? Really? I, I have ex- no. If it ever did. Oh, I if felt that, that would happen to me, me.
2: I, yes, if that happened to me, I would that freak be, that the be fuck be out. That'd be it. I'm moving out of that place. Yeah. I gotta go.
0: Gotta go.
1: So they, they go on to list the instances. Um the first one, my boyfriend was a baker at this time, so he would leave for work quite early in the morning while I was still asleep. He told me a story of my own sleep paralysis. <laughs> this is gonna be no, like <laughs> paralysis. Nailed it that I don't remember experiencing. He had just gotten up. And I said that I was sleeping on my stomach on my side of the bed, which is typical for me. Mm. He turned away from the bed to grab something from the closet and thought he heard me say something, so he turned around. I was at this point on my back and on his side of the bed, but still asleep. He asked me what was going on since he hadn't heard what I said or noticed me moving. He said that then I said his name while still asleep in a deep voice. That wasn't mine. Shut. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He is a scap- I was not expecting that. Nope. that, that, fucked that me either. That took a up. turn. You
1: that were on your stomach.
2: Up. I thought everything was fine. And then she was on her back. And then she was All on her side, back. On and it wasn't, okay. <sighs> it wasn't and he, okay. It says he literally just I wonder like, what his name is.
1: He literally. Brian. It says he turned away from the bed to grab something Jeff. from the closet. Thought he, heard she said, thought he heard them say something. And then turned around and was like. This person was on the opposite side of the bed.
2: Brian. Sorry. Fuck.
0: Okay. okay. Trigger warning. That's scary. I'm triggered. Don't listen anymore if you're scared. i yeah. kidding. No, no, no. Keep listening. Okay, yeah.
2: Don't ever, st- don't ever st- don't oh stop. Don't stop listening. Okay, okay. okay. Let's cut that part out. Okay, okay. Let's cut that part out.
1: Okay. He is a skeptic and a very chill person, so I don't think he would have said this to be dramatic. Yeah. All right, second time. Okay. okay. Another time I was asleep and I felt like I was drowning. I could mm. feel hot, burning liquid bubbling up in my throat, but I wasn't able to sit up from the bed or move, so I started to panic. My boyfriend woke me up at that point because I wasn't laying on the bed. I was actually standing at the foot of the bed, facing him, crying and clawing at my throat. Okay. I oh my what? god! I'm like My eyes are watering I right now. Your eyes are watering. I can like actually like see this.
0: This okay? Um, I don't know you, but this sounds like you're fucking possessed. That sounds. That sounds like a possession. Demonic. I don't. Know. Okay, okay, Okay. it's very scary. Someone attacked you in your sleep. That's what's happening.
1: All right, third instance. God damn. I had just been woken up very early in the morning by the sound of my boyfriend turning on our shower. Baker, remember, so it must have been around 4 or 5 a.m. Right. I was laying on my side and facing in towards his empty side of the bed and the closed bathroom door. My back was facing the rest of the room. I started to note a presence or a shadow of some kind behind me and close to the foot of the bed. I wasn't able to look away from the bathroom door or move at all, but I could feel the energy slowly pull itself up along my body and begin to hover over my face. Mm. I was also hearing some sort of noise at the same time coming from the shadow. Growling sounds too specific and animalistic, but I'm not sure how else to describe it. That's when I woke up on my back with my boyfriend asleep next to me. It was only midnight, and it was then that I remembered that he had never, ever showered before work, only afterwards when he got home.
2: Wait, what? That That's so, confusing. Okay. I'm
1: confused, too. Okay, so, so... she
2: imagined all this?
1: Well, not necessarily. Um, it was like
2: a time shift?
1: It was like kind of when you're asleep, but you're not really asleep, and you see things happening around you without... Like you're not able to move. And so this person. So she saw- thought it was
0: four o'clock in the morning because she thought she saw him showering or heard him showering. Yeah. But in reality, it was midnight and he was dead asleep next to her.
1: Yeah. Holy fuck. So I'm I'm assuming like imagine like four or five in the morning. They were laying on their side facing the empty side of the bed and the closed bathroom door, which is where I assume the boyfriend was taking a shower because um, they're getting ready to go to right, work, right? But then they heard a growling sort of sound. Um, and, a and then they woke up and it was midnight. Their boyfriend was asleep, not getting ready for work. Okay, okay, Wow. okay, this
0: is really intense. Is there one yeah. more? Yep, Okay. Cool. I think there's a lot more. Okay.
1: Okay, so um, this last one needs a content warning for uh, sexual assault. So for those listening, please fast forward. Uh, A couple minutes for a... This is a trigger warning on sexual assault. Okay. Should I continue? Is everybody okay? Yeah. I'm okay. Okay. So this oddly didn't happen in the apartment, but when I was alone in a hotel room while traveling for work. This was the only time I traveled alone while living in this apartment. I had a dream that two employees of the hotel, not folks I had actually seen there, just people my brain conjured up, I guess, had drugged me at some point during the evening and I'd come into my room knowing that it would have taken effect and that it would be completely paralyzed. I was. They then proceeded to sexually assault me while I was only able to watch, not move or cry out or anything. Oh, I'm going to cry. Most of the time when I say a dream felt real, I can still mostly tell it was a dream once I I wake up. Oh, I'm crying. (laughs) Mm. However, in this instance, I truly and fully felt like it had happened. And the reason I didn't fully break down was because only about six minutes had passed since I last glanced at my phone before falling asleep. Not even close enough to enough time for the events of the dream to have occurred it felt like a threat like I wasn't supposed to leave home yeah that's yeah graphic
0: can I can I say something yeah um I feel like that threat that you felt was very real and I just want to like say that that really is terrible that you had that experience yeah And I think that for me, just hearing this story, the fucking five minutes that we're in, it sounds like you have a negative attachment, like a very negative attachment.
1: I mean, that's just like, I cannot imagine. And they said that um, only six minutes had passed since I I last glanced at my phone before falling asleep. Not even close to enough time for the events of the dream to have occurred. It's... um, No, but I mean, that's just... (coughs) trauma it's almost as if like some type of like negative energy um has attached and and well
0: anytime you have any time you have a loss of time Mm -hmm. um that's actually pretty common with possession cases Mm
1: -hmm. it almost as if it like picked up on some type some type of uh trauma Yeah. yeah and exacerbated it
2: and maybe picked up on and who knows what if it has to do with where she was living that yeah. she picked up on that attachment, and what if it's one of those blips in times, time yeah. where it repeats itself, even if it is something traumatic, and she just got involved with it? So what if she's involved in the attachment itself, and she's a blip in time, and she's playing a role in this attachment's actual life? You know what I mean? It's, yeah. I mean,
1: it's quite possible. And even if it wasn't, like, um, a possession, I mean, it was definitely something something that sought complete control um yeah let's let's read on okay i don't have a great memory of what order the above experience happened in but know that i hadn't experienced sleep paralysis um before living in this apartment or since moving out another random effect of this place was the general dread surrounding it When I moved in, all the apartments around us were filled, mostly with families who had young children. Eight months in and we were, no kidding, the only filled apartment in that particular building. It was a complex with many unconnected buildings. We got a cat in April and she was insanely unfriendly. She wouldn't spend time with us or let let us pet her and spent most of the time hiding under things. That's not super unexpected for a cat, so we didn't think too much of it. However, as soon as we move into our next place, she became the sweetest, most sociable, and attention-seeking cat I've ever met. Mm. This is like very similar to the experiences that Rich and Alex expressed um, at the apartment that they stayed at um, up north, the Canyon Apartments. Yeah, where I mean, there was something, and this is this seems to be like a reoccurring theme with like a couple of our episodes. So with our last one with uh, the Goo, and with Rich and Alex, it's like these attachments Mm -hmm. seem to like kind of like find a, a space and then it festers and like directly yeah, and affects the people that are living there. Yeah. yeah. Um, completely without their consent. Yeah. All right. So additionally, while I'm the first to admit that I'm an anxious person, uh, same me too. Yeah. It was an all time high in this apartment multiple times a night. I would think I smelled smoke or think that my boyfriend or cat had stopped breathing. I was extremely anxious when my boyfriend would leave the house for work and would frequently choose not to go out or see other folks, and the fear that my boyfriend would die of natural causes and the hour or two I would be gone. One thing I would like to mention is that my boyfriend had already lived in this apartment for over a year by the time I moved in and had never noticed anything unusual. While I technically trust him on that, I will say that he is not particularly energy sensitive, while I definitely am, so my presence may have exacerbated things. After we moved out, the bad luck and depression continued. A seri- They give a serious car accident, losing my job out of nowhere, unexpected family illness, et cetera, but only for a few months. Things have been calmer generally for the last year and a half, knock on wood. So hopefully whatever was hanging on to us has dissipated. Um, they say, I hope this wasn't too long or, un- or uninteresting. Uh, definitely. No, Neither of those. Um, they say, love y'all. Uh, oh, they give their name. Um, uh, Camille in North Carolina. Mm. Uh, P.S. I'm also really into your Southern focus. This is such a haunted region, and it's amazing to see actual Southerners discuss it rather than seeing the region used as an othering factor in mm. a horror context, a la the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. That's
2: cool. Thank you. Yeah, thank you're. You. Wow. <laughs> That's really cool. It's a nice compliment. Um, thank you, Camille.
1: Wow. Thank you, Camille, for sharing um, yeah. these events with us. It's. This is. Can we? I'm sorry. Can we go back and read the
0: second? Sure. Um, paralysis event mm-hmm. because I I, I want to get a good visual of this because this is the one thing that gave me literal goosebumps yeah. all over my back when you when you read it.
1: Um, so the second one that's listed here, um, another time I was asleep, felt like I was drowning. I could feel hot, burning liquid bubbling up on my throat, but I wasn't able to sit up from the bed or move. So I started to panic. Uh, the boyfriend woke up at that point, uh, cause they weren't laying on the bed and they said they were actually standing at the foot of the bed facing him crying and clawing at my throat. So
0: she felt like she was drowning in her, in like a hot liquid in her throat as she's asleep. And then he said that, no, you were actually sitting, standing at the foot of the bed clawing at your throat yeah. crying
1: it seems like yeah most of the activity is happening in in the bed in this particular bed yeah. as yeah. this person is in bed and i'm almost wondering if something in that space wasn't trying to tell her like of the events that like had happened to the spirit Previous or energy or, yeah 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 like perhaps something had happened to them and it was like projecting and it was manifesting wow. with while they were asleep That's what it as sounds like a major like. way of like communication with them
2: yeah um, I just want to know what that hot liquid means we'll probably never know but I, I wish mean, we could know I feel
1: like, like it's, maybe bile well I f- oh. yeah, I
0: feel like it's drowning I mean what literally I'm sorry if it's a little gross but what literally came to mind is like drowning in your own vomit yeah. Okay. And so, like, what a horrific thing yeah. to be like dying in that way because it's, that's, you know, you probably felt like you were dying when this was happening. Yeah. In dreams, this is what's so fascinating because I always lump dreams in to the occult as also a science that we're still studying and understanding. Right. You know what I mean? Because dreams could have so many different meanings. I guess the literal explanation of dreams is our body and our mind's way of making sense of our experiences and mm-hmm. the new things that we learn and to use it as a means for survival. So we can recognize patterns in nature and we can recognize patterns in our day to day. Yeah. So that we can are better adapt and deal with danger and recognize things. So it's it's like in the most raw sense inability to it's part of our survival. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in a spiritual sense, you know, this could be a doorway to a side that we don't understand yet or we have no idea mm-hmm. that exists. Yeah.
1: It's definitely like a um a method of communication for sure. It is. Of
2: whether it be with yourself. Mhm. But, man, to just, like, know more, to know more, well, you know? Well,
0: can you imagine waking up, in like, in the middle of that and realizing you're standing, you're doing something that terrifying,
1: Yeah. you know? I actually used to, um, so it's just, like, it's kind of, like, blowing blowing my mind for a couple of things. Um, one, I felt, before I even saw the story, because we obviously don't read them ahead of time, I felt very compelled to, like, want to read tonight.
0: You did, yeah, you wanted to. And I was to. like,
1: because no, normally I'm just like, I don't... Usually you don't want to. I normally, I don't think I'm a great, um, like, narrator. <laughs> you did not stumble once. And I just, I felt very, like, <laughs> True. compelled to be like, no, because tonight I was like, no, I want to read this. Like, even, like, an hour ago before when we were just getting set up. Yeah. Um. So thank you, Camille, for sharing your story and allowing me to read that. Um, yes, thank you. And two, so I did experience... Um, sleep paralysis about two times in my life. Um, well, two times, they happened multiple times, but in two different locations. Where I used to live out in Tampa, um, I lived in this apartment, and I would constantly wake up, or what I thought I was waking up, in the middle of the night. And I would see like you kind of feel like you're completely tied to your bed, which is typical of what they have like discovered yes, with about paralysis. Sleep. Yeah, where you're like you feel like there's something on your chest, you can't mm-hmm. move, and things are moving around Something's you. Something's
0: hovering above you. Yeah, yeah, and holding you down. Thankfully, yeah.
1: never experienced that. But in this particular apartment, I lived alone. And, but I used to, I would wake up in the middle of the night or when I thought I was waking up and I would see everything in my apartment was completely moved from where it was when, before I went to bed. And I think it was just like a lot of my anxiety building up because I, for a while felt very anxious if like things were moved around in my space. Right. Um, and so I would wake up and like one of my bookcases would be like in front of the door. And I would feel this like compulsion to like scream really loudly or I felt like I was screaming and then I couldn't, I couldn't wake myself up. So you just try to like scream and scream and scream and you, but you can hear yourself like screaming and nothing's happening until mm-hmm. finally you wake up and then you're like, and everything's fine it's back where it was you know when you went to sleep but then you're like oh my god was did anybody hear me what was that yeah Yeah. Yeah. and and literally like what the fuck was that and you're just like okay the first time it happens you're like that's weird maybe i just didn't get enough sleep you know you try to like reason it with your head to be like that's not real like yeah so but that kept happening in this particular apartment i kept like i would fall asleep and i would wake up and it would be weird and i would feel super weird and like i couldn't move but then i also was like screaming but then like nothing was coming out of my mouth
2: okay so tell but- me this because you've you've felt it before the sleep paralysis do you feel like okay you know how a lot of her stories coincided with the fact that they actually feel like they are hallucinating these stories you know mm. what i mean like it's almost like they really happened yeah and then some of them were almost like they were asleep Uh Yeah. It could go either way.
0: Yeah. It's a mixture.
2: Where, like, you wake up and you think... Like, you wake up and you're like, did I fucking make that up? Or did I dream it? Or did it actually happen and I was just so sleepy? Like, you know how they're like, I was asleep, but then I woke up and couldn't move. Or it was like, I was asleep and hallucinated, but woke up thinking that it actually happened.
0: It felt so real. I couldn't tell if I was asleep or not.
1: Yeah, because, like, when you're... When I, What I experienced felt very real where I was like, I felt that sheer terror that things in my apartment were moved around and I know that I did not do that. So if I didn't do it, that meant that somebody else was and I lived alone. So it's like you're in that moment of like, who moved the things and who moved all my books and my bookcases and who would move my furniture around? While I'm asleep, and why aren't I waking up? Like, and it it doesn't even make any sense. Right. And then it happened again, so I moved out of that complex briefly, and then I ended up moving back to that complex, and I lived in another apartment um, that was, like, across from it. I don't know why I moved back into the complex. I was dating someone at the time, and I remember we had fallen asleep, and I was definitely, like, dreaming, but then the dream took, like, a very intense turn where – so the person I was dating at the time used to run a lot. And we would, like, go running together because, like, I used to run. I don't know. I was, like, a running person. And in my dream, I was, like, the bed was next to one of those sliding glass doors that, like, some apartments have. Mm-hmm. And so I remember being asleep, but, like, I'm awake. And I'm in the in the bed. And I can hear them running past me. But we're on the second floor, Right. So I'm laying in the bed, can't move, can't like do anything. I hear them like running and they're screaming and it feels like it's happening like right on the other side of my left ear because that was facing the sliding glass door and from the bed I can like almost envision them running and I can hear them screaming and running and getting closer up to the front door like it almost as if like the sound like completely curved towards our front door and then they start banging on the door to like let me in let me in because someone was chasing them and I can hear all of this happening but I can't move. Like 100% I cannot move from the bed. And all I can do is just hear them yelling and banging on the front door for me to let them in.
2: Yeah.
1: And then I just started screaming while I was asleep. And I definitely was asleep because I woke up because my girlfriend was shaking me because she was like, you were just screaming in your sleep and it woke me up. Like well, full on scream. Wow. So it's almost like... Was that sleep paralysis? Was it a nightmare? I don't know, but it may have been that I was like dreaming of like some previous trauma or like worried about things. But it is definitely 100% terrifying.
0: I don't know. I've never experienced sleep paralysis. I feel like that would really You sleep like a
1: fucking log. (laughs) Yeah, I'll
0: never experience (laughs) it. Insomnia.
1: You don't wake wake up for shit.
0: No, I don't. I don't. Um, It's a blessing
1: and a curse. I'm such a light sleeper. Slept through a tornado one time. I also have like rampant Could've insomnia. Died. Well,
0: wow. Camille, thank you for submitting that story. Thank yes, you, Camille. Thank
1: you so much for allowing us to read your story. Thank you for listening from North Carolina. Yeah. That's so
0: cool. It's very <laughs> cool. So cool.
1: Um, and I'm glad that like everything is kind of like cleared up a little bit. It seemed like things were not doing so well. And I'm glad that. In a different space, the cat's okay and that you're okay. I'm
0: going to email you back, Camille. Yeah. If you're interested. And if you are interested, I guess let me know if you listen to this episode. And I can kind of share with you something um, that my therapist actually helped me with, with ridding a negative attachment. So if you're interested in that, email me back. And I'll kind of walk you through the steps because it was really helpful for me. Yeah. And, you know, it might not be what's going on with you, but it fucking worked for me and i didn't think that was what was happening with me but yeah anyways um great story love that love sleep paralysis stories love dream stories uh if you have any that you would like to submit or you know someone that has a good story send them over hauntmepodcast at gmail.com and don't forget to follow us on all the platforms at hauntmepodcast on instagram
2: facebook twitter thank, thank you, you guys